Hey folks, Lewis here at the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. You are in for a very special treat today, so I'm very happy that you're joining us today because today's guest is a guy that I have had on the show three times already. And what can I say about this guy? He's the C4 Heavyweight Champion. He's the Destiny, he Destiny Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, the PWA Elite Champion, and he is now one half of the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions with Ethan Page. They're known as the North. I'm talking about the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander joined me for an incredible interview, and... That interview is coming up in a few moments, so a few short moments, then that interview is going to begin. But before it does, I just want to uh, say that the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network is available on many different formats, such as iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and of course Podbean. Um, whichever format you listen to, it's fine by me, uh, but I do ask that you hit that subscribe button. Go ahead, subscribe to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Um, you won't be disappointed. Uh, week in and week out, we have the best interviews with the best wrestlers, and today's interview is no exception. Because, as I said, the walking weapon, Josh Alexander, coming up in a few short moments. But go ahead, hit that uh, hit that subscribe button. Make me happy. Um, you want to make me happy. I want to be happy. You want to be happy. And you hit that subscribe button, you'll be happy with all the content. And I'll be happy that I got another, another subscriber. So go ahead, do it. I'll wait. Go ahead, I'll wait a few moments. Just go ahead and do it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to wait. But anyway, um, yeah, just hit that subscribe button. I'll save it for the last time. And um, that'd be awesome. So, okay. So, without further ado, without further ado, I am going to um, stop talking. And I am just going to say that my interview with Josh Alexander begins right now. Hello and welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Interview. I am your host, Lewis Carlin, and very, very excited today. Um, having a guy returning to the show today, he's been on, I've interviewed him a number of times already, and I'm so happy that he's coming back. It's always a pleasure to talk to him. He's the C4 Heavyweight Champion, the Destiny Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, the PWA Elite Champion, and he is also one half of the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions with Ethan Page. They are known as the North. Very happy to welcome the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. Josh, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, man. I think it's lucky number three. Yeah, lucky number three. That's right. So you're on twice before I spoke to you. This is the third time. And hopefully there's a fourth, fifth, and sixth time, Josh. So, But, um, <laughs> but uh, we'll do number three now, and then uh, we'll get to... Um, We'll get to the other ones. Before I congratulate you, though, on uh, winning the Impact uh, Tag Team titles with uh, Ethan Page, you put up the Twitter poll, man, should you shave the goatee, and it's 74% no and 26% yes, so you're not shaving that goatee, right? I, I mean, I can't. My uh, my wife would love it if I shaved it off, but uh, okay. 
I, I left it to the people. Okay, <laughs> and there they you have go. spoken. So there you go. It's a resounding no. I mean that that makes you look like a badass man. I I, I voted no. Just so you know, I voted no one hundred percent. And uh, I'm glad you're uh, you're keeping that goatee on, man. Uh, but congratulations, congratulations, man, with uh, uh, winning the Impact Tag Team Titles. It's very very well deserved, man. Thank you. Yeah. No, it uh, it came out of nowhere. I could say that, but. Uh, you know, we always knew it was going to happen eventually. It was just a matter of time. But, I mean, it's all come together pretty fast. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, I was, I, I, I kind of like how you won the belts, too. It was uh, it was right before the pay-per-view, right before Slammiversary. Uh, just, I guess, Impact's trying to show that you never know what could happen on these live shows. Uh, so, so from what you just said uh, just a few moments ago, so that wasn't originally the plan for you to win the titles um, on that show? Uh, I mean, when we first like came together and signed in March, I, I honestly they tell us probably as little as they need to for us to get to where we need to go, so that you know stuff. I, I think stuff gets leaked all the time, and you know what I mean. They don't want to get our hopes up and then have ch- plans change or anything and tell us we're gonna win, and then all of a sudden you know something else happens, and then we're disappointed. So they'd rather just leave it open ended. So you know we had an idea that it might happen this past weekend going into it after New York tapings, but okay. nothing's guaranteed in wrestling. So Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> man. But um, very, very happy that, that you guys won the titles. Uh, absolutely a big fan of the North. Um, I was there for your debut at the Windsor tapings um, and uh, very, very well deserved, uh, you and Ethan Page. Um, so um, last we spoke, you had just signed with Impact and you weren't sure how you would be used. So, uh, who made the decision that you and Ethan would be a tag team, and and who came up with the name the North? Uh, okay, I'll start with the name. Okay, because uh, I, I honestly don't know whose decision it was or anything like that. I my assumption would be that as a singles, Ethan Page was kind of like left to the wayside. You know, he wasn't really doing much over the f- course of the first year at Impact. Okay, and they were trying to think of something they could do with him, and we had a lot of success in the independence as a tag team. And, you know, with signing me, I figured it was just a match, you know, to put us together. Like, that would be my guess. Nobody ever said that to me, but... Okay. Um, regardless. The name, uh, we were trying to... They didn't like Monster Mafia, and to be honest, me and Ethan Page, you know, we we knew that everything has to evolve at a certain point. Monster Mafia is a different time in both of our careers, and it's not something that's going to reach the mass audience, I don't think, with a name like that. So I was talking to Don Callis on the phone. He had called me up randomly, and he was just like talking to me about the tag name. He's just like, "What are you guys?" And I said, "I don't know, man. We're like the two best wrestlers in Canada. We're so different, but like we complement each other perfectly." And that was just my way of explaining like who we are as a tag team. And he said, "Okay, well, we can't do Team Canada. I don't want to do Team Canada. Blah blah blah. blah. But you can totally reference, you know." your Canadian heritage and all this stuff. And that's something that like I value a lot because I was a heart foundation fan. I was a team Canada fan, all that stuff coming up. So I I said, what about the North? Because I'm a big, I'm a huge Raptors fan and their, their slogans, we the North. Yeah, sure. So I I just figured the North and he was like, Oh yeah. You know, back in like, I don't know, like the eighties, there was like a tag team called the true North or something like that. And I was just like, okay. And then, Next thing I know, like four days later, I was sent a Titan Tron video for me, and it was like the North, and I had to pick up my music and do all this stuff. So okay. it just all happened real fast. 
All right, cool. Well, you said you're a big Raptors fan. But what do you think about Kawhi leaving, going to the Clippers? I was hoping he was going to stay, but, man, I was uh, not happy that he left and went to the Clippers. I think everybody <laughs> – I mean, everybody's happy he won the championship. It was a championship we would have never won without him, okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge basketball fan. There was a 0% chance we were winning a championship without him. And uh, so for us to get that championship this year, he can do whatever he wants. Like – I'm fine. We got that championship. We, okay. irregardless, would have never had. So, okay, there you go. I, well, I knew he was leaving. So, I, I was kind of hoping he. I, I, I was kind of hoping they were going to convince him to stay. But hey, you know, life goes on, man. Life goes on, man. Uh, yeah. So, how would you say? Um, I know you. You just won the tag team titles with uh, with Ethan Page. Uh, overall, how would you say your time and impact has been so far? Yeah, it's been amazing. I like. I mean, I read everything online. Everybody has like regardless of what company you work for or you're a fan of, everybody's going to have these negative things. Like, I see negative stuff about AEW, WWE, Impact, all this stuff. But, like, from my personal experience, everything's been amazing. <laughs> like, if I if I went in with the biggest of expectations, they've already exceeded them, obviously. I've, I've been there okay. for three months. I'm tag team champion, right? Yeah, I mean... Uh... 2019 i'm still seeing i think we spoke we spoke about this uh the last time i I interviewed you uh people are still calling impact a sinking ship and they're they're saying they're going out of business in six months and they don't pay the wrestlers um which i think is ridiculous so i I got you on you're you're an impact wrestling on the impact wrestling roster uh so maybe you want to address some of those i'm sure they pay their wrestlers i mean otherwise wrestlers wouldn't stick around but but what would be your response to those stupid comments that that are still floating around on social media I mean, I think people just, like, they want to hop on anything these days. Some people. I'm not saying, like, I'm not generalizing all people. But, like, especially with social media, like, you have this blank slate where you can say whatever you want and get away with it because you're not face-to-face with the person. It's not going to come back to reflect on you in the future. So you can just get away with kind of, like, that's what trolling is. It's trying to get a reaction out of somebody. And it might not be something you even mean or fully believe in. It's just trying to get a reaction. Yeah. I totally get that. If we weren't getting paid... We wouldn't be there. Of course, of course. Like I no, mean, none of us would be there. We're all adults. We're all trying to pay our bills. Of course. If we weren't getting paid, that's that would be breach of contract. We'd all be gone somewhere else. Of There's course. other places to be, right? Of course. I mean, if I uh, my job, I'm a truck driver. If they weren't paying me, I wouldn't stick around. I'd go somewhere else. It's just, just a, yeah, nobody's nobody in the right mind would work for free. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, man. So so yeah, that that that's just a different thing. But like last year, I was at Slammiversary live. I wasn't on the show. I was just there because it was in Toronto and it was one of the best pay-per-views I've ever seen start to finish okay All this right. year I got to participate in Slammiversary and again it was an amazing pay-per-view for professional wrestling I don't care what company you're a fan of you could be a New Japan Ring of Honor WWE AEW fan that Slammiversary pay-per-view stacks up against anything any of them are putting out yeah I, I... that's like I, I understand that might be a biased opinion as I work for the company but I'm a professional wrestling fan I watch everything still to this day yep and I, I, as soon as my match was done, I got changed and I went and sat and watched the feed. And I was watching as a fan. So. All right, so who would you say right now are your biggest threats uh, to uh, to your titles? I mean, LAX are four-time champions, so okay. they would probably be the biggest threat of the, as they've done it before. And uh, if Santana's knees all right, and uh, the Rascals obviously have been making waves and impact. Okay, they're one of my favorite. You know tag teams around so i would say them the deaners you know they're coming up so there's a lot of competition in impact right now 
So, so when do, when do you decide that um, you like a shot of Brian Cage and the Impact Wrestling title? My decision. <laughs> yeah, it would probably so be on the next uh, the, on the next TV taping if it was your decision, man. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would I would give that dream match a try and see what I can do, even though he's enormous and terrifying. But you know, <laughs> I'm not afraid of anybody. But it, it would be a blast. But I'm I'm really focused on being. Me and Ethan Page, we want to establish each other, or we want to establish ourselves as one of the best tag teams in the world. Yeah, well, that's my next question. I, I was going to ask you, are the North the best tag team in the world right now? I mean, we have to be up there top four or five as we're holding a major company's uh, tag team championships right now. Okay. And uh, if anybody wants to dispute that or anything, we'll put our, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just let it settle in the ring, and, you know? I would, Any other tag teams want to challenge us? That's fine. I would love to see you guys go against the Briscoes, Mark and Jay. I think that would be an absolutely tremendous match. If if somehow Impact had a working agreement with Ring of Honor and uh, you put the titles on the line against the Briscoes, that would be absolutely phenomenal. There's there's a ton of tag teams out there right now that I would love to get a chance to work with. The Briscoes, obviously, one of them. I came up in wrestling as a huge fan of the Briscoes. And uh, it's a match that's actually never happened. So them, the Motor City Machine Guns, uh, the Lucha Brothers and the singles tag. We just had a three-way tag with them a couple weeks ago. But, okay. uh, yeah, Young Bucks, obviously, we've wrestled them before. There's a ton of tag teams right also, now. Also, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, I would love to see you guys against. Mm-hmm. That would be great as well, man. So you recently opened up a wrestling school uh the canadian strong style wrestling academy uh tell us a little bit about how that's going right now uh, i mean it's going great we started mid-april so it's been what what's that almost three months okay and there's some kids that i have there that they never stepped foot in a wrestling ring before that day they never had any prior training and i think they might be wrestling shows in the next three to four months and that's just how fast they're coming along how fast wow. they're absorbing and, uh, you know, there's a lot of hard work going into it, but uh, it's really rewarding to see, like, them get the benefit of it, especially. Like, I, I like training. I, lo- I love talking wrestling. I love, like, just living this life. So, like, opening a school was always a dream of mine, and now I get to do it. So the most rewarding part is getting to see them actually benefit from it. So when they start working shows and seeing some success, it's only going to be multiplied. So um, so you said the turnout's been good, which is great, man. So, like, what can, a, like, say a 16-year-old come to your school for the first time? What can they expect on the first day, the first day of training? Um, what, 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 would they, what could they expect? A 16-year-old showing up fresh. I just threw that age now. It could be 20. It could be 24. I just threw that na- um, random age. I mean, you hear this all the time from other trainers and stuff like that. Maybe not from around here, but like me, I'm going to hammer the basics. I'm going to hammer the basics into you all day long for the first, like, I don't care how many months it takes until you are, you're perfect at doing the basics. And when I say basics, I mean something as simple as a lockup. If you don't have a good lockup, you're not moving on to something else. Like, you have to hammer these things in because these are the things, like, when they say you have to crawl before you can run. Like I, I've gone into wrestling schools and I've seen students that can execute the perfect 6:30 splash, or some like extravagant wheelbarrow up into reverse rana, blah blah blah. But they can't lock up. And okay. from my personal experience, going to 
like I've been an extra at WWE and I've had like the in-ring tryout performance and like I was complimented on my lockup because I always took pride in the basics because I was trained by somebody that made me value the basics and like that all the basics in wrestling are things that have made me stick out okay and made people want to work with me so like if I hammer the basics into my students, they're only going to be successful because of that, and they're going to stand out. Because there's a million people out there that are athletes that can do amazing things that I can't do. But I set myself apart by executing the basics better than everybody else, or at least trying to. Okay, yeah, I was. I guess you just answered my next question. I was going to say, how do you feel your school stands out from other schools? Cause I know Tyson Dukes has a school. Uh, there are various other schools out there, so I was wondering how you feel that your school will stand out from from other wrestling schools that might be out there yeah everybody just has a like i i honestly i don't have the same philosophy as tyson dukes or any of the other schools around ontario uh so i mean the product's always going to be my best business card is going to be my students when they start working so when they start working shows if they're successful that's the best business card for me so i'm gonna put everything i can into them and like it's it's not a competition between me and other schools, but if sure. they're more successful than the students coming out of those other schools, then maybe my philosophy is better for certain people. But everybody learns a different way. I understand that. So the way I teach might not be the best for every single student, but I'm very fortunate in that the students I have right now, I mean, they seem to be absorbing everything really well and really fast. So, you know. All right. So, like, well, you, you think you'll ever be, like, running um... – Matches, like I, I think, uh, Crossbody um, uh, Pro Wrestling Academy, they they have they run um, a card. I think holding all rights to champion. Will you ever consider down the road maybe running a few cards um, for the Canadian Strong Style Wrestling Academy? A couple of yeah, shows. Yeah, my uh, I uh, in the facility I have, I have the ability to run like a show with probably sixty to a hundred people. Uh, so when my students start wrestling, I'm going to run student shows so they get more experience. Okay. Yeah. So there will be there will be shows eventually at the Strong Style Wrestling Academy. So where actually is the academy? Is it? Um... It's in a very small town called Schaumburg, Ontario. Oh, okay. Sure. That's that's near. Um... Oh shoot! I think I. Where is that? Is that? Is that? That's not near Aurora by chance, is it? Yeah, it's Highway Nine, Highway Twenty Seven. Oh, that's right, Highway so Nine. That's that's right. That's right. So actually, it's close to Newmarket. I used to live in Newmarket, so it's, yeah. So it's yeah, it's not very far at all. Maybe fifteen, twenty minutes from Newmarket. All right, cool. So if somebody wants listening right now, they want to contact you about the school. Uh, how can they? Uh, do you want to just plug the school and the contact contact information real quick? Yeah, it's email at cssrestlingacademy at gmail dot com or at cssrestlingacademy on Instagram. All right, cool, man. There you go. Now, uh, you know James Weber, right? The Super Ontario fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, he wanted me to. He had a question he wanted me to ask you. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna. He just wants. He want. He wanted me to ask you. He wants to know how. How have the. How has the impact roster. The impact roster treated you so far. He wanted me to ask you that. I love how he's asking me this question on your podcast. When I see him, <laughs> almost as much as I see my wife every weekend. <laughs> but uh, or, yeah, um, the impact roster. The, I, honestly, uh, from the day I walked in, before I was even contracted there, I was working just explosion matches to get, like, as they were giving me, like, a shot to look at me. Sure. I was treated as an equal. I was treated as someone that was part of the roster. But, like, you have to understand, I've been wrestling almost 14 years now. Okay. And I would say 
the majority of that roster, like 70% of it, I've wrestled on shows with them over the past decade. So everybody knows me, everybody's worked with me for the most part. And if they haven't, all they have to do is ask those people what my deal is. And, you know, I have the respect of my peers, luckily. So everything's been great. They've treated me out amazing. All right, man. That James Weber dude, let's, let's talk about him for a second. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. But that dude, man, he gets on a bus. He'll travel to Ottawa to CC4. Show's over. He jumps on a bus and he, he travels to Kitchener to, to see a PWA. And then he, he goes to an Airbnb, gets on a bus early in the morning, heads to Hamilton for another show. That dude is like a super fan. And I know he's you're, you're his favorite wrestler, without a doubt. And he's mentioned it to me many times. But that dude, man, I, I wish I could join him. I just I have the family, so I can't. But if I didn't have a family, I'd be with him you know, to every show. But that dude is definitely the super fan of Ontario wrestling. Yeah, no, 100%. I tell him every time I see him at a merch table, he comes up and says hi. Yeah. And... Like, he's supporting everybody, not just me, even though I might be his favorite wrestler or whatever, but he just loves wrestling. And, like, yeah. I've had shows where I'm just like, how are you getting home? Like, do you want to hop in the car with <laughs> us and, like, get closer? And he's just like, no, I got an Airbnb here. I'm taking a bus in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, but the bus, how long is the bus going to take you to get back? He's like, oh, it'll be, like, seven hours by the time I get to, like, station one and then switch buses. <laughs> and, I'm like, you're out of your mind. And he just laughs and he's just like, yeah, but it's great. He's yeah. happy, so. No, dude, that dude is a super fan, man. And um, mm-hmm. actually, me and him might be doing a, a show on Ontario Wrestling, so hopefully me and him can get together and, and um, get that rolling. But um, <coughs> back to back to Josh Alexander. Uh, so you're able to wrestle in the USA now. So what's it like being back in the United States um, wrestling for promotions? It has been an experience. Uh <laughs> I mean, rolling up to the border and going through customs and telling them, I'm going to wrestle and I'm going to make money and I'm going to do all this. And then them have look at me and I go, oh, yeah, in my passport, there's a visa there. And they go, oh, OK, see you later. Every single time has been amazing. <laughs> uh, I've been on sometimes six planes on a weekend, traveling nonstop, no sleep. But honestly, like every second that I get tired and I want to complain about what I'm doing, I just remind myself that this is what I've wanted for so long, and I finally have. And I've been to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've been down to Texas, uh, in the San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston, and Austin. Actually, like I've, I've already been all over. In the first two months, I've been crossing the border, and it's wow. been great. Like all the companies, like I, I'm, I'm shocked to see how many like fans come up to me at shows in places I've never wrestled before, and they're fans of me. Just like the scope of social media, them telling me, oh, I've seen you on C4 shows or A1 shows because, you know, I have a subscription to Independent Wrestling TV and these people are in Austin, Texas or Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know what I mean? Sure. It's just wild how it gets around. Yeah, man. Yeah. So so it was just a work visa issue that was preventing you from working in in the States? Yeah. As professional wrestlers, we are not allowed to, even if we're working for free, we're not technically allowed to wrestle on shows in america because there might be american wrestlers that we're taking a spot from okay okay so i needed a work visa and impact you know came to the rescue and after three long years of being uh you know not being allowed into america i got my visa there you go man and that's that's awesome man and so um so I know you've wrestled for a number of promotions uh, already in the States. Are there any promotions out there that, that you're hoping to uh, get involved with? 
Uh, yeah, I would love to wrestle for GCW. I would love to wrestle for PWG again. I would love to go to Seattle to get to Defy. Um, I'm probably forgetting a few, but like those are like the three top places I would say. All right. Well, trust me, man. You're you're gonna get there, man. You'll you'll every promotion that you want to wrestle for. If they don't, if they're not knocking down your door to get you on the promotion, there there's something wrong with them, man. Yeah, and like I'm I've been around a long time, as I said, and like everything's all about timing, and you know everything's gonna happen. You have to be patient in wrestling because when you're impatient, that's when you're gonna get let down. So. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not chomping at the bit to get to these places like tomorrow, but I just know it'll I know it'll happen eventually. So, you know, with the with the USA, the Canadian bookings, Impact Wrestling, the school family, how do you do it, man? You must have like no time. Like I'm I'm very fortunate that you you giving me some time here because I know you're extremely busy. But with everything that's going on, man, how do you how do you handle it all? Uh. <laughs> It can't be easy, man. Are you getting enough sleep and stuff? Are you sleeping at all? I I'll get five to six a night <laughs> okay. usually on average. Weekends weekends are hit or miss. Sometimes I'll sleep on a like a weekend night, but sometimes I have to wake up in two hours to get to my, you know, get to my airport to get on my plane and stuff like that. I've been sleeping on planes a lot lately, but okay. I mean, I'm functioning all right. <laughs> it is very busy. Like I I basically have. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I still maintain a full-time job during the week, uh, so, and that's just like personal choice. I have two children and a wife, and like it's an apprenticeship job where if I put in my time, after five years, I'll be a licensed mechanic and okay, my trade, and like that's something that'll set me up for after wrestling. Well, so, oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I, I just it just hit me so. With everything you're doing right now, with the U.S. bookings, the Canadian bookings, the wrestling school, the family, you still have a full-time job during the week. Is that did yeah. I get that correct? Yeah. Wow. Man. So, 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 like with wrestling right now, like I, I totally would have the ability to just do that <laughs> and like support my family and pay my bills. But sure. It like it's a personal choice, I guess, for me to maintain a full-time job during all this because I want to have my apprenticeship completely finished when I'm done this contract so that, you know, I, I always want to plan B. I don't want to, I don't want to leave myself hanging, my family hanging. So that sure. God forbid anything happens with professional wrestling. Like I could blow up both my knees this weekend wrestling and oh, like, yeah, don't say that. You know don't what I mean? Yeah. No, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like anything yeah. can happen. Sure. So I, I, I would like to continue pursuing my apprenticeship so that there is a plan B for when I'm done wrestling. Cause I'm not going to be able to wrestle forever. And there's no guarantee that when I'm done wrestling, sure. that one of these companies is going to give me a job as a trainer or a producer or anything like that, even though that's okay. something I'd love to do, but there's never any guarantees. So, you okay. know, no, that's, that's very smart then, man. It's just a lot of work, man. But Hey, you seem to be, you seem to be getting it done, which is, um, that's the good thing, man. But uh, again, I, I'll cross my fingers. I hope you don't blow out any knees at all during during uh, during this weekend or ever. I should say forever, not just this weekend. Yeah, ever, <laughs> ever. yeah, ever. So, um, so Destiny Wrestling actually just signed a TV deal with um, with the Fight Network, which is um, really exciting. Um, now you're under contract with Impact Wrestling. Are you going to be able to be on these TV shows for for Destiny? I mean, I haven't asked anybody that question, okay. and nobody's asked me. So okay. I would assume, I would assume so. As contracted talent has worked on shows that have been aired on Fight Network before, and plus Fight Network is owned by Anthem. So okay. 
I would I would hope so. I'll, uh, I'll I'll definitely send a text after this though to figure that okay, out. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, glad I could uh, remind but, you to like, check on something. <laughs> honestly, like, I mean, it is a biased opinion as I am their champion. And I've been like the the sole Canadian talent that has really pushed them over the past few years. But like, Destiny Wrestling is the best wrestling in this country. Okay, it might be one of the best promotions in all of North America or the world as an independent promotion because of all the work that like George and other people put into it with production values and bringing in talent and doing things that are different. Like you got to see Pete versus Marty Skrull happen in Canada. And that was the first time that match has ever happened. You know what I mean? It didn't happen yeah. in England where you think it would have happened yeah. or at some major promotion. Like it, it, it's insane. And honestly, every week I get a message from a random fan and they're always asking me, how can I see this match? How can I see this show? How can I see this? And I, I, I'm, I get on them all the time. Like, you need to get your content out there because it's something people want. They're just sitting on hours and hours and hours of different shows of content. And now that they have this Fight Network deal, hopefully that content can get out there so people can actually see it. Yeah, well, I'm Because def- it has been some of the best stuff. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I know I think it's a once a month, a two-hour special that's going to be airing on Saturdays, but I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, but Kevin Blackwood, actually, um, let's talk about Kevin Blackwood for a second. He just um, recently signed with Destiny Wrestling, and he's not going back to Smash Wrestling. And it caused a little bit of a stir on social media. People are saying, how come he's not going to Smash? I, I didn't know. Is there a, is there a, is there a, I don't want to use the word heat, but is there a rivalry between, well, I'm sure there's a rivalry, but what's a, what's a rivalry like between Destiny and Smash? Is it, a, is it a good rivalry? Is it a bad rivalry? Or is it something you can talk about? I mean, it's all dumb to me. Okay. <laughs> if I'm being honest, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I think anybody that has a rivalry as a like a promotion, or as professional wrestlers, like you see wrestlers that are like competing, and like not to like discredit what we do, but this is predetermined. Okay. Yeah. Like I know I'm gonna lose before I go into that match. Yeah. Yeah. Of so like, as much as I like the athletic competition of wrestling, I know the outcome. So there's not much I can complain about when I use a realistic perspective. So like these wrestling companies, yes, there is like a little tiff between destiny and smash because honestly, like I've never said anything online to disparage smash. Okay. But like every time I see something happen like this, I see the same fans commenting and they're very, they're very pro smash and that's fine. You can be fans of whatever you want to be. I'm not going to try to, discourage you from doing whatever you want sure but like people just explode and like honestly i messaged kevin blackwood when he made the announcement and people were freaking out on him on facebook and i was just like dude your timeline is stressing me out like these people are like losing their minds over you just making like nobody like it's not like you stole talent it's not like wcw when they signed scott hall out from under yeah, <laughs> no, of course, of or course. anything like that we are all independent contractors i choose who i work for sure there's there's been companies that have contacted me and they've asked me and they've wanted to pay my rate and just out of my like moral fiber or whatever i don't want to work for those people because i don't like how they do business or i don't like how they've treated people in the past and that's my personal choice you know what i mean i understand that some people aren't in a position to make decisions like that as they want to stay busy and blah 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 blah, blah. kevin blackwood Honestly, he's a very talented guy. He's been around long enough, and he's built enough of a name for himself to where he can choose where he wants to work. He made the choice that he wants to work for Destiny, and unfortunately, it's Destiny and Smash. It's a one or the other. Sure. 
Yeah, that's I'll, just the way it is. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask, is the, can can wrestlers from Destiny work for Smash? But you've just answered the question. It's one or the other. So, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree it, with it's you. It's kind of it's kind of been established over the. Like, there used to be like some crossover, and then there were some issues with double bookings and people canceling onto their shows and all this other stuff. So it just they just washed washed their hands of it and they said, okay, we'll just use separate talent. And like, there's a lot of companies out there. Like, there's companies in Chicago that won't use any other person that works for other separate shows you know what i mean there's companies all over and that's the promoters and the wrestler's choice well you know i i agree with you 100 percent on that a wrestler could choose and choose whatever promotion they want to work for i don't think anybody needs to get really upset i mean people were legitimately upset that blackwood is was going with destiny but i think the whole thing like you said was dumb uh but uh, but you'll be wrestling kevin blackwood actually uh, on, on sunday at the the tapings um what could we expect um in that match it's, that's gonna be a great one i i've been messaging george saying please give us josh alexander versus kevin blackwood and now it's it's happening on uh, Sunday, unfortunately, I won't be able to be there live. But what can we expect during that match? That should be a great one. Hopefully, a show stealing match. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's going to be a stack card with a lot of amazing talent. So, I, I honestly like, uh, I'll, I'll be completely honest and forthcoming with this. My first experience with Impact, where I wasn't contracted to them and I had to come in and work one of their talents, was awful. Like okay, it, and like. It, it was it was it wasn't anything to do with impact it was to do with the person i had to wrestle and they, they just didn't do me any favors and they wanted to do as little as possible with me and they didn't want to wrestle me basically okay so me going into situations like this i do this on indie shows so at an impact show i understand it's even bigger i'm gonna do whatever i can to make sure kevin blackwood has the best match possible okay because i like that the experience that i had i never want to give that experience to somebody else all right, Ben. I definitely uh, looking forward to that. I'm glad it's going to be. Um, I wish I was going to be there live, but it's going to be on the TV taping, so I'll be able to catch it uh, when Impact Wrestling airs it. Uh, but last question, and then uh, we'll wrap this up. Um, Icons two, Icons two is coming up. Um, you issued an open challenge. Any idea who may be answering that challenge, or has somebody answered it already? Uh it's. Not a hundred percent right now, but if it's a match that I think is going to happen, it's gonna it's gonna be something that people are going to want to see. <laughs> I mean, okay. with an already stacked show, it's going to be probably the most anticipated match on the show. I would say. Okay, I think Michael Elgin actually chimed in and said he'll accept um, when you uh, when you had posted that video, but I'm not sure if that's actually going to be the the person that's accepting. Uh, but we'll see. Hopefully, it'll be announced. Any any idea when it might be announced? Or? <laughs> uh, I would like to think next week. Okay. One right. way or the other, but yeah. All right. We'll keep our eyes open for that one then, man. Well, Josh, uh, before you go, is there anything you want to plug? I know you already plugged your school. Uh, if you want to plug the school again, that's fine. But social media, T-shirts, um, anything you want to plug, just um, it, go right ahead, man. Um, just catch me on social media at walking underscore weapon on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Josh Alexander on Facebook. But uh, you, honestly, I use Twitter and Instagram the most. Okay. Uh, catch me at local indie shows like Alpha One, Destiny, uh, over the next couple months, yeah, especially in Canada. And uh, yeah, it just honestly, I thank everybody for the support. Anybody that's listening that has seen me at shows and been like, I have people come up to me all the time and they're like, they they tell me they've been to three shows and they've never had like 
the courage to come up and talk to me. Just come up and talk to me. Like, yeah, my, 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 the person I am in the ring is completely different than the person I am when I'm at like a merch table and I'm talking to real people. So, well, I think it's the goatee. Know. I think the goatee is scaring people away. <laughs> maybe you should, Honestly, sh- maybe yeah. you should shave that off. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> my wife would love that. No, ever since I was like 20 years old, I've had this thing where my face, yeah, just it, whatever, whatever my face is, it's just, it's something that like people seem to be like weary of. <laughs> Uh, you, so. you are an intimidating person. I will admit, though, when I when I first uh, walked into PWA back in, um, was it last December, and I saw you sitting at the table, I was a little intimidated myself. I was like, oh, there's Josh Alexander, but maybe I'll maybe I'll just stand back here. But then I had the courage to walk up to you. And yeah, you're right. You're a, you're a really cool dude to talk to, man. And um, very, very approachable. And, and anyone listening, don't be afraid to approach Josh Alexander. I mean, unless I'm in the ring, then you can yeah, be terrified. Then, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah, and, uh, and El Reverso can attest to that 100%, man. Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely destroyed that poor kid. But, uh, but anyway, uh, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And um, like I said earlier, this is the third time that you're on, and hopefully we can do this four, five, and number six. I would love to have you on many more times, man. For sure, dude. All right, dude, thank you so much. Well, this has been the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. Again, I want to thank my guest, the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.